0: What's
1: this about?
0: What's this
1: all about? You're listening to What's this Tao all about? Let's see here. So, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening to what's this Dow all about? Our continuing, not struggle, but our uh, continuing path to get to to return to the heart of the Tao. Uh My name is Todd Perry, and with me is Dr. Carl Totten. We're here at the Taoist Institute in North Hollywood, California. And uh, on today's show, we're gonna we're gonna tackle the heavy topic. Of God and how that relates to Taoism, and whether there is a, a God in Taoism, or what what, what the, the thought on that is. Uh, then later we're going to get to a chapter of the Dao De Jing. Let's see here, which one do we have today? In my notes, we have chapter chapter f- five. Chapter five. And before that, just to get everything going, I found a, a quote the other day on Twitter, which I thought was uh, pretty pretty heavy, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. Uh, it's basically, it's by uh, film director, Stanley Kubrick, a uh, guy who directed 2001 A Space Odyssey, which is one of my favorite films, uh, Barry Lyndon, Eyes Wide Shut, The Shining, Dr. Strangelove, uh, all these great films. And he's the kind of guy that in all his films, there seems to be this big universal grasp, right? Like 2001 A Space Odyssey might be the most deep penetrating films you know i've ever seen and every time i watch it i get something different out of it but there's a universal conscious behind it which makes it just bigger than anything else put on the screen
0: my favorite film of all time
1: oh good i'm with you i didn't know i hadn't seen it till i watched it it was like on an hd channel i watched an hd version for the first time i was like, what. Nothing looks better than it. And it's, you know, how old, over 40 years old, and there's nothing that looks better than uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey on the screen. It's just amazing. But uh, Stanley Kubrick once said, the most terrifying fact about the universe is not that it is hostile, but that it's indifferent. But if we can come to terms with this indifference and accept the challenges of life within the boundaries of death, however mutable man may be to make of them, our existence as a species can have genuine meaning and fulfillment. However vast the darkness, we must supply our own light. Huh. So it came back to a basic idea of, I think, uh, that the average person has some idea, on some deep level, whether they believe the universe is hostile, whether they believe it's a safe place, or whether they believe it's indifferent. And when I, when I read this, I thought, I, I do believe that the the world, the universe is indifferent. You know, it's indifferent. It, it squashes the good, the bad indiscriminately, you know. When the when the lava comes down the mountain and wipes out the village, it wipes out everybody in the village, you know. Um, when, you know, the lion eats somebody on the African savannah, it doesn't matter who that person is or life is just that way. But, of course, we can navigate it and not necessarily bend it to our will, but uh, exist within it in harmony and then increase our chances of survival or its friendliness, or extract the friendliness out of it, right? So do you believe uh, within the Taoist philosophy that the universe is hostile, good, uh, indifferent?
0: I think the universe just is what it is. Uh, uh, Day by day, if something that... an individual interprets as beneficial or good that happens. Then, does that make the universe good? If something negative, as or they perceive as negative, happens, does that make the universe bad or hostile? Mm. Or if they're just kind of going and it doesn't seem to affect them one way or another, is the universe neutral? Um, you know, so much is dependent on our perception. And so much of our perception, of course, is dependent on our senses. Yes. And our senses are dependent on what?
1: Our external things. Our internal mindset can affect right. how we interpret uh, uh, everything.
0: Exactly. See, so it's very difficult in one respect to really say. So hmm. probably neutral is probably the best thing to say, you know, because that kind of can go either way, yeah, either yeah. way. And then how we perceive it. How 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 that perception then acts on our life uh, is up to us. One of the things I tell people all the time, particularly clients in therapy, (laughs) I'm a psychologist, is that we we'd like to get to a place in our life, in our head, in our psyche, where our contentment, our happiness, is not dependent on what's happening externally yeah that's very very difficult for most people
1: yeah
0: you know they have good fortune they feel good they have bad fortune they feel bad i call that being a slave Mm. being a slave to the external world good things happen we feel okay bad things happen we feel okay because we're okay right right these are just this just stuff you know, we have little control over what happens out there. Certainly, other people, yeah, politicians, corporations. How much control do you have over any of that? Zero. None, zero. Okay, so why should their actions of these external forces affect your contentment? Yeah. It shouldn't, but it does every yes. day. And so, I, and,
1: I, and we and we choose the things that uh, that bring us down. Right. We. Our focus determin- determines our reality and the, the things that we look at and the things we put in front of ourselves, mm-hmm. because you could you could probably, if, you know, of, of high, highest mind, I know I'd have a difficult point at this, right? But I, I could, you know, you could sit and look at a, a blade of grass and go, that is growing correctly. The universe is good. All oh, this is great. Or you could turn on the news and go, ah! <laughs> right, you can kind of choose your horror show or your heaven, depending right. <laughs> on what you're what you're looking at. Yes. You know,
0: yes, and mo- and of course, most of us have been conditioned to make one choice or another. Yeah, you know, and we're all creatures of habit. Yes, we're all creatures of habit. You know, in psychology, it said that the number one predictor of f- uh, current and future behavior is past behavior. Mm-hmm. What people have always thought, believed, done. They will tend to continue thinking, believing, and doing. Right. That's very undaoist, however. <laughs> yeah. Because a Taoists exists in the present moment always. And the present moment is right now, just in now, just past. Gone forever. Yeah. Gone forever. Yet we keep clinging to the illusion that what happened a minute ago or a year ago or 20 or 30 years ago, that that is still dominant and controlling our thinking, our reactions, and our behavior. As long as we think that way, we'll never be fully present in the moment. Mm. We'll be a slave to our own limiting and imprisoning thoughts, feelings, and memories. And, And yet we have the key. Right? We're, we're we're both the prisoner and the jailer. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and the purpose of the Tao is to give you the key back right, <laughs> right. so that you can unlock the cage and just take a deep breath and go, wow, yeah. and actually begin to, rather than be the victim of your fate, which are all these things that have been stacked up in the past and conditioned you to think, react, behave in a certain way, and instead liberate you to actually source into the future,
1: Mm.
0: into the future. You know, our, our life goes, doesn't go backwards. Life always is pulling us to tomorrow. Right. And to the next day. Right. And the day after that. So the momentum the momentum trail needs to be forward. And as long as we're living in the past, we'll never get there. It'll never
1: happen. We'll yeah. never get
0: there. So we want to be the the masters, if you will, of 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 our possibilities rather than the victim of our fate. We want we want to be sourcing towards destiny rather than towards the past and fate. Mm-hmm. Fate bound realities.
1: You want to be busy being born, as we've said, you know, previously. He not busy
0: being born is busy dying, Bob Dylan said. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that was a. Very,
1: you know, I we were saying in the beginning of the the first chapter of the Tao Te Ching about uh, ever desiring, one sees the the manifestations. Uh, ever desireless, one sees the is it the source or the you know? I desired an answer from you. Tell me, is the universe indifferent? Is it hostile? Is it a safe place? (laughs) And you did not give me what I wanted to hear. (laughs) Well,
0: I said it is what it is, which probably probably, uh, uh, translates to it being neutral. Yes. But it's more than neutral, though. Remember, the Tao has been compared to a field. Yeah. You look at an an apparently empty field, and yet what does the Tao do? continuously it provides it with rain it provides it with sunlight it provides it with oxygen and then out of this apparently empty field abundance of life manifests and grows yeah everything according to its own nature yes. right the oak grows according to its nature the tulip grows according to its nature the the birds and ev- the animals the insects everything grows out of this so-called empty field according to its own nature as this neutral dow provides everything that it needs in order to grow live and thrive and survive yes. so is the dow neutral is it positive? Look, look at all the good that it just did right there. Yeah. But yet, if you look at that reality, if you look at it closely, you'll see, ooh, that, that, those birds are eating those plants. Ooh, that animal, that, that bird is eating that worm, didn't have the right to live. Uh, yeah. So is it is it neutral? Is it hostile? Is it Or is it all just part of this big picture of b- becoming? Creation, yeah. And going back, creation and returning, yeah. creation returning, it's perfect. Yeah. So I'd say ultimately the Tao is perfect.
1: Okay.
0: It's perfect. Nice. <laughs> What's this Tao all about? What's this DAO all about?
1: In the the Western concept of God, right? You have, you know, it's. Uh, a, a person in charge of everything Created everything Is the mind that brought everything into existence And he's a He's a kind of a particular fellow That wants you to behave in certain ways And he had, you know and he
0: Always a man,
1: huh? Oh, oh, well It always says he, right? Right, right, and uh, and and that, that's kind of the the concept of the Western God. You know, it's Allah or you know the, the Old Testament God or the you know New Testament God. And I I don't see uh, how does that play into Taoism. Is there a Taoist concept of God?
0: Well, I say you know that's a that's a great question. Well, what is God? What is the Tao? Well, usually the Tao and maybe God too is interpreted as being something that's vast, something that's infinite, something that has no beginning and no end, something that's eternal, without limitation, the source of all creation. Uh, that, that that's often how people think of as the Tao, and that's starting to sound an awful lot like God, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 So even if the traditional, certainly philosophical Taoists don't posit uh, a a man with a beard sitting in in a throne somewhere, (laughs) which they don't, (laughs) they don't posit that. But they do posit that there certainly is this energy, this consciousness, this thing that we can't put a word on so for lack of a better term they call it the dao right you know that encompasses many of the attributes that i think many cultures would ascribe to the notion of god right right so is there a a god or is there this nameless eternal formless thing that is known that for lack of a better term we 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 just refer to as the as the Tao, you know, the Tao sees all things as part of itself. It's beyond distinctions. That's something that we do. Yeah, you know, we make uh, distinctions. The Tao doesn't. Uh, and I
1: guess the Western kind of concept of God does make kind of distinctions. Mm-hmm. It's, it
0: sees it as separate from itself. You know, it's something to attain, something to, you know, uh, you know, through good deeds or something. You you die and then you. Uh, ascend to heaven and sit on yeah. the throne, the right hand of God, left hand of God. You sit somewhere. You right. <laughs> you, you, you will yeah, be yeah. sitting. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, and and it's not now; it's later. You know, it, yeah. it's after this existence.
1: And that was a thing. It was in the, the thing in the the Tao of Pooh. I remember. <laughs> and in the Tao of Pooh, Benjamin Hoff writes that in the Western. Civilization, we're, we're looking for the great reward. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I will make this money and I will find success. Mm-hmm. I will find favor with an eternal God that will then bring me into heaven and then mm-hmm. I'll be happy. It's this down the road thing, right. whereas the Tao, it's boom, right here. It's right now. Right now.
0: See, it's not a separate experience yeah. because the Tao posits that beyond separation exist eternity and infinity. It, it's already here, mm-hmm. it, it, and once we transcend the aspects of ourselves that prevent us from being one with that, then we'll be there, too. Right. We'll be there,
1: too. It was like the Aldous Huxley, The Doors of Perception. Yes. Right, you know, yes. what did the full line when, uh, oh, darn it. You do something, and then once you, once you break down the doors of perception, all is infinite. Yes, yes, you know
0: when it's what I call a timeless state of grace. Mm-hmm. You know this state of beingness itself and and who can ask for more than that mm-hmm. you know remember we were talking i think the last show about about how how everything manifests as this interconnected field of energy this quantum field we are immersed in this quantum field but how many of us know that how many of us experience that as an actual reality and so once we transcend it's like having blinders once yeah. you move away the blinders it's not that you weren't there if i put my hand in front of my eyes i can't see you you were always there, I just have to remove the blinders and then what was always there is just manifest. Right. And that's the Tao.
1: You're stripping that, away to get to that that sense. Yeah,
0: we're removing the separation, the illusion of separation, and then returning to the wholeness of what has always been there, will always be there. Yeah. You know, you know, they say in physics, you know, that energy can neither be created or destroyed. It's eternal, it's infinite. It just changes form. It changes shape,
1: much like the worm to the bird we were talking earlier about the indifferent universe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The worm becomes internalized by it the bird,
0: food, and, and then the droppings actually nurture new life. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking in between shows. We were talking about something about how uh how about how man- to manure- grow,
0: how to grow a garden right you need manure you
1: need, you need manure
0: yeah <laughs> and so waste becomes the source of new life right isn't that a miracle the waste begets <laughs> non-waste yes yeah right talk about returning to the source right you see it makes perfect sense yes it really does yeah you know so it's it's a matter of altering our own perception to be more inclusive mm-hmm. because most people's perception is very much much like a horse, you know, with blinders on, and we only see what's right in front of us, yeah. and what, we, and even that, we are comparing what we see right in front of us to what we've seen in the past, and we're making associations, and then creating a label and putting on what's right in front of us,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, in in uh, the in the Western mind, you have the idea of heaven. Once you know, if I if I act according to God's law, if I accept, I have faith. Uh, then eventually, I will have this kind of eternal state of, you know, bliss after in heaven and, you know, playing the harp and hanging out and everything. <laughs> so I get my mansion, as Ricky Gervais says. Uh, so, or that, maybe that,
0: even some virgins.
1: Yeah. Hey, depending on which god. <laughs> hey, why not? Right. Uh, so, so that's what now the, the Tao De Jing, uh, Taoism doesn't really have that kind of afterlife promise or anything like that.
0: No. No. Remember this field of energy. Remember, it can only change shape. You can't. You can't. You can't kill it. Yeah. There's no way to kill anything, really. It can only change form, and then, like the droppings, it's going to become some other form right. uh, later. And so, I think that the Taoist way, this returning, is returning to where. Remember, I think the last show we were talking about. There, there's there's actually a place in in the heart. Of unity consciousness Mm -hmm. our brains is what does all this separation of this and that and judging and critiquing and keeping us from feeling our connection to the fullness the holistic totality of the infinite Mm -hmm. once we let go of that so much and return to this sacred space in the heart and find this place of unity we're, we're home Right. We're home. We we we've gone to heaven, if you will. Right. Yeah. yeah. We found heaven right here in our own immediate experience. Right. And it was just our this separation that was keeping us really in a type of hell, mm-hmm. because separation, almost by definition, leads to conflict, judgment, conflict, killing, death, war, etc. Mm-hmm. A hellish environment. Right. Yeah. So I think that. If we're living externally and separate from ourselves and from other people, we literally have already created hell. And heaven, if you will, is going back to this original state of innocence, to this timeless place of eternity. It's returning. It's returning. Mm. And the action of the Tao is always returning. Always. Remembering who we, I remember I always say, where do you come from? who are you where are you, why are you here and where are you going yes and, and and that's a remembering process It's not something that you have to create so much you have to let go of the obstacles that keep you from being in touch with your own inner nature mm-hmm. And then what's internal and what's external crossing that bridge to bring, what's internal into external existence so that we're living our dream right we're we're living this internal reality of who we are in the external world the moment you do that you are in the flow you are surfing the cosmic wave (laughs) you are in the dow right and you are in the now and it's beautiful
1: What's This Tao All About is recorded at the Taoist Institute in North Hollywood, California. Check out the Taoist Institute.com. See their schedule of classes, including Taoist Meditation, Kung Fu, and Qigong. That's Taoist Institute.com. Let's see here. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap up uh, today's show and today's session. We did three shows today, sitting down here. Uh, let's wrap up with uh, Chapter 5 of the Tao Te Ching. Ah,
0: yes. Another interesting chapter. <laughs> yeah. Kind of co- provocative, if you will.
1: Yeah. Well, I wonder if this is going to relate and mirror what we've been discussing <laughs> earlier.
0: Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: it's, he, and depending
0: on the translation, heaven and earth are roofless. They see the 10,000 things as dummies, sometimes translated as straw dogs. Yeah,
1: that's uh-huh. what I have written here.
0: <laughs> the wise are roofless. They see the people as dummies or straw dogs. <laughs> oh, the space between heaven and earth is like a bellows. The shape changes, but not the form. The more it moves, the more it yields. More words count less. Hold fast to the center. <laughs> yeah. Hold fast to the center, which, of course, is the really important part of this <laughs> chapter. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the admonition. That's the answer. Right. You know, return to the source. Hold fast to the center. Um,
1: uh, the the uh, opening, I think it talks about almost we were talking about the indifferent universe. And at the beginning about how it's kind of like how the Tao doesn't really play favorites. Yes. Um, yes. And then the people are like straw dogs, and I was reading up on that. And the straw dogs, I guess, in ancient times were used for like rituals. You would make dogs of dogs of straw, and then they were discarded after use. Right, right. So in the same way, it, that a kind of almost neutral universe of as humanity, <laughs> you are all disposable. <laughs> and I think that there's in one way that's kind of disturbing, and another way it's beautiful mm-hmm. because it's. Mm-hmm. let go let be mm-hmm. this is all disposable this will all end so participate
0: and there's a sense of unity and equality in that notion as well mm-hmm. you know wh- whether you're a king or you're a pauper the the universe you're you're all going to be breathing the same air you're you're going to eat whatever you eat and it's going to break down in your body and and provide nourishment for you and you're going to live and you're going to die mm-hmm. right uh, no amount of money will stop your death, right? yeah. <laughs> No amount of lack of money will change that either. I don't know about yeah. Magic Johnson. I think, he, <laughs> I
1: think he bought his way out of the HIV. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, no.
0: Yeah, maybe, but, but ultimately, yeah. you don't buy your way out of this. <laughs> no. no, no. Yeah, you may get a few more years here and there, you know, or you may not. You may not. You know, I've seen millionaires die in their 20s, you know, or or even around birth, you know, and born into a billionaire family. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They see in that sense, the universe is indifferent. Yes, it's indifferent. Um, And so what what are we left with, though, you know, as, as a human being in this kind of neutral universe? But yet we're all interconnected. We all are part of the source. We all have infinite potential, Mm -hmm. but yet we also have been conditioned. We've we've had experiences. We were born in a certain genetic lineage. Uh, You had biological events that formed much of your capacity to think and to feel and to experience and to relate. Mm -hmm. And it it built in some limitations, uh, which, of course, can be transcended, but right now they're p- perhaps limitations okay? yeah. You're, you have an external reality you have parents, you have school, maybe you've got the church maybe you know you, you, you've got the intellectuals if you will mm. you know uh, putting up structures and strictures about how you can live your life. And yet you're, you're being asked to find your own way in the midst of all of that.
1: Jumping these hurdles. And, right, you jumping
0: know. the hurdles, navigating the course. You know. And so what, what, what can the Tao offer us as we navigate our way through this path, this Tao? I think what the Tao has to offer is a way of taking everything that we experience as grist for the mill, Mm -hmm. you know, things that look like they are a barrier very often provide the exact learning experience you need to do something even greater down the road. To
1: transcend it. Exactly. To get past it. And
0: and if it wasn't there, you know, it's kind of like a knife, right? You, You need to rub it against a stone, you know, L- looking like you're dulling it in order to sh- sharpen it, right? Mm-hmm. And do- don't we learn through adversity and difficulty? Yes. Yes. You know, the worst thing you can do for a child is to give them everything and they never have to do anything. Right. They never have to lift a finger to do anything to help themselves or to learn how to navigate the environment they have no skills it's the worst thing you could do to a child yeah it's the worst thing you could do to any human being paralyzing
1: yeah
0: <laughs> right because now they have no skills they can't do anything yeah right and so what looks like a negative what looks like a difficulty what looks like an obstacle very often is a bridge to another liberated more liberated state of being yeah and so we have to learn how to take things Good things, bad things, no matter how we label them, it's just stuff. Everything is grist for the mill. Yeah. And as long as you're learning and growing, it doesn't matter whether it was good, bad, indifferent, you used it all the same. Yeah. You know, you, you took it in, assimilated it, and moved on. You learned Pensed from out. it. Yeah, yeah. So I always say either you are winning, if you will, because you've learned you know, or, or you're learning.
1: Yeah. Either you're winning or you're
0: learning. You're not not really (laughs) losing. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You're winning or you're learning. I like that. I like that. (laughs) And and so it's a new way of looking at obstacles in life, Mm -hmm. difficulties in life, and none of us knows where we from whence we came. Mm -hmm. You know, we we don't know where we here at some in in a in a different existence which then put us in a a particular position right now where we needed certain obstacles or challenges in order to grow even further. Kind of the Buddhist conception,
1: right? Right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
0: kind of of the notion of karma. And karma, a lot of people think of it as a curse. Oh, I'm condemned to keep doing this over and over. No, it's an opportunity. It's not a curse. It's an actual Tao-given opportunity to grow and to change and to learn. And the fact that it comes around again, it gives us a chance to prove that this time we've mastered it. Right. You know, and now we're ready to learn a different lesson. And if you don't, it'll come right back again. You won't and the see uni- it. The universe is very patient, right? You screw up a thousand times, it'll always give you a thousand and one
1: chances. Right. right. <laughs> well, that's, that's a nice place to wrap up chapter five. Now, do you have a takeaway for this week that uh, people can do and uh, to... Keep them on the path of the to Keep them yes. returning.
0: Remember the 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 curse, if you will, the problem, the illness, the disease is separation. Mm-hmm. Receiving things as separate than us. When actually, as the Chinese say, the universe is a sea of qi, a sea of energy. Yeah. And we are all interconnected. We're entangled, as they say in physics. Yeah. We're entangled in this field of energy. So, a great exercise is... To, take a, to walk around and everyone you look at say, you know, that's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. They look different, but that's really me. Mm-hmm. That's an extension of me. Mm-hmm. And what, what if you looked at uh, a, a, a chair or a wall and said, you know, that's really me. That's really a part of me. And see how seeing everything as being a part of you as opposed to being separate mm-hmm. than you, how that changes your reality oh, and changes how yeah. you relate to everything everything right and a great way to do that is to breathe to breathe because breath is a rhythm everything you look at has its own natural energetic rhythm mm. whether it's another person an animal an insect of uh, the land a tree and so as you see this thing as being kind of an extension of me i'm that tree i'm that other person now let's see if I can actually breathe with them or it and see does that enhance this feeling of connectedness. It mm-hmm, will. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you and it will. And
1: then you'll so your you, your self will kind of disappear a bit and you'll uh Right. Because you've get, expanded yeah.
0: beyond you know the limitations in your brain that made you that made you think you were separate. Mm. It's the biggest illusion of all mm. this notion of separation. It is the biggest illusion of all of all in the entire universe, it is the biggest. Illusion of all. The
1: biggest Maya, right? The biggest Maya. And
0: so if we can transcend that, then we don't hold on so much to our old emotional baggage, our old antiquated ideas about how this is this and this is good and this is bad, this is right, this is wrong, all the things that separate and divide us. And instead we see that, you know, we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. We're all just part of the life force. And and if we return to the source, the source being this knowledge that we're really all the same, mm-hmm. that we're all interconnected, life becomes so much easier. Right. It's, it becomes perfect. Just becoming conscious of that. It becomes yeah. beautiful,
1: mm-hmm.
0: beautiful, because that is the Tao. The Tao is life itself. The Tao is death itself, which doesn't really exist. Mm. <laughs> it's perfect and it's beautiful.
1: Thank you, Dr. Carl Totten, for sitting with me today. Uh, my name is Todd Perry, and uh, you can, we'll be back next week with more What's This Dow All About? And uh, have a good one. And uh, as, as Dr. Carl uh, signs off his emails to me, may the Dow be with you. To learn more about the show, check us out online at whatsthisdow.com. Follow the show on Twitter at What's This Dow? Follow Todd Perry on Twitter at Todd A. Perry. Now, don't follow leaders and watch your parking meters.